Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. WGR Sports Radio 550 presents. You walk into a stadium, 8,000 people, they all want you to lose. But as long as you got your 26 guys ready to kick ass or kick butt, um, you're going to be all right. Sports Talk Saturday. I heard a fan offer free Dippin' Dots if I blew it, which the price of Dippin' Dots with inflation is just unreal. So for a brief moment, I was like, damn, Dippin' Dots sound good. But also I thought in the back of my head, we win today, we win tomorrow, or tonight. We're going to be here another day. That's more per diem. So that means I can buy my own Dippin' Dots and be a winner. <laughs> on WGR. I think three words every time I'm out there. The first one's a swear word. Starts with F. Um, second word's attack. The third one's win. And I just repeat that to myself. Unless, you know, there's a breach in the system and a walkie guy and I gotta tell myself I'm a few different things that isn't a winner. Sports Radio 550. Good morning, everybody. Nate Geary here on my semi-annual Biannual? Biannual? Triannual? Biannual. We'll, we'll call it biannual <laughs> visit to Batavia Downs Gaming and Raceway here uh, for the Legends and Stars uh, show. We've got two days of uh, signings and a show floor, and uh, it feels like it wasn't that long ago before we had the previous show, but it's springtime. Is, is, it? is it springtime? Not technically until I think. Dunkirk Dave week. says I think it's springtime. So <laughs> right. I I uh, I subscribe to the to the Gopher meteorologist and sure. uh, he says it's springtime. So I believe it's springtime. Ryan Heisenauer here joining me live from Batavia Downs. Uh, Ryan, awesome little show this weekend. Um, yeah. I always love coming to these. You know, this is my. Uh, this is this is kind of my fun time to get back and doing Saturdays and, and coming here and doing a live remote. So I'm happy to be here. Uh, what do we got going on? Let me uh, tell the people well, what it costs to get in, what kind of what timing we've got going on today. I know the the first person signing today, Don Beebe and Keith McKellar, will be up at 11:30, just about 25 minutes from now. Um, so if you're in Buffalo, you could potentially leave the door or you know walk out the door and get here in the next 35 minutes and not miss a beat. Absolutely. you got plenty of time to get out here. As you said, the Legend of Stars vendor show. Kids 12 and under are free, and uh, the show has begun already. Uh, We've got lots of vendor tables. I've got a stack of Thurman Thomas rookie cards I just purchased, so I'm excited about those. Um, we've got all kinds of uh, just memorabilia. There's hats, balls, jerseys, uh, pictures, paintings. Uh, one of my employees bought a statue, a Mickey Mantle statue Ooh. today, which is pretty cool. 
And uh, there's just a lot of fun going on here. So, again, you come on out. It's 10 bucks to get in. You get a $10 free play for the gaming floor. So it's like it's basically a wash. And, again, kids 12 and under are free. There's Pokemon cards. There's other things there, kids. A lot of kids walk around, Nate, with, like, these briefcases like they're, uh, like they're businessmen. <laughs> but they're, they're like these hard shell cases. And I know there's thousands of dollars of cards probably in each one of those. People are, are buying and trading and selling and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, come see the dealers. But you might meet some, some people here that, uh, that are into the hobby with you. So it's which is cool. You know, a couple of years ago at this show, uh, Marty Baran was here. Yes. And uh, I had Marty sit down with us and talk. And, you know, the, th the fun thing about what I always liked about this show is, you know, you get athletes that are coming in here, former athletes. Uh, we even have uh, former uh, you know, actors, right? Or, or right. current actors. Current but, actors, sure. But actors on, on some of your favorite was uh, Sopranos actors here today, Yes, right? one of the Sopranos actors is here. Uh, that's Joe Pantoliano. You might know him as one of the Fratellis from the okay. Goonies. He also was the main bad guy in the first uh, Matrix movie. He was Cypher. Okay. Um, and uh, he has a couple other credits. He was in La Bamba. I know someone's coming to get their La Bamba post signed today so yeah and then db sweeney was in eight men out uh he was also in fire in the sky and then last but certainly not least and somebody who's going to be here today and tomorrow kevin nash diesel uh from the nwo Wolfpack. you know if you're a wrestling fan if you got up at five o'clock like i did this morning to watch the <laughs> elimination chamber live from australia this morning uh and you're a wrestling fan you know you got your your nap in so come on out and meet kevin nash It'll be a good time. It's not just right. I mean, you got former athletes. You got uh, current athletes as well. We'll have Rasul Douglas of uh, of Buffalo, and Tomorrow, you know, yeah. yeah, Buffalo football team. Rasul Douglas, and so yeah, there's some current. There's some former Ron Jaworski, former Lackawanna. Yes, the Polish great. Right. That's yeah. right. The former Lackawanna great and uh, former Philadelphia Eagle. Um, but for me, uh, Ryan, the cool part about this event, like I was, I was kind of alluding to with Marty Baran, is you get athletes and, and kind of people that you're kind of get, coming to get autographs for, which is great. But yeah, yeah. you kind of get them, I don't know, with their guard down a little bit. You know, like they'll, they're going to interact with you. You come up, you get the autograph, you chat for a couple of seconds and, and go on your way. But like, like, when we had Marty here a couple of years ago, um, he told me the story on air about, you know, his, the, my, like literally the most iconic, in my opinion, right. the most iconic hockey helmet, especially in Sabres history, other than Dom's, because, you know, Dom's is just very unique. But it was the, the red and black split Marty Baran helmet, which right. that was a story about Montreal, right? Yes. When yeah. he was in the offseason preparing for the upcoming season, his equipment, his car got stolen or it was either his car got stolen or his car got broken, broken into, into. Yeah, yeah. and his entire hockey bag got stolen and somebody took the helmet. So somewhere in Montreal, because he says he's looked everywhere for it. He's gone on, you know, eBay. He's looked for it online. Right. Somebody trying to sell it uh, and never found it. And he's had every helmet he's ever worn in his playing career from peewee hockey all the way up, except for that helmet. That's amazing. And, like, that was, like, such an awesome story. And this is the kind of event you get stories like that. You get to, you know, chat with some of these athletes and, and meet people from around the community and people that are coming in from outside the community as well, Buffalo and Rochester, kind of meeting at the halfway point here. Mm -hmm. um, and you get to see you, – you mentioned a lot of cool memorabilia. I'm going to hit the floor after the show because I'm, I'm looking for – you know, I, I'm kind of like looking for some sort of golf-related, um, you know, sort of big poster that oh. I can get framed for my apartment. I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the lookout right. for something golf-related that I can get hung up in my in my uh, my living room. I got this perfect spot. I got a couple of these other Lee Le, uh, Lebransky uh, like paintings of uh, Oak Hill and um, and Augusta, and I'm I'm just kind of looking for something cool and unique. So when I get off and and you know put the stuff away and, and head off for the afternoon, I'm going to hit the show floor and, and look for something unique up there. 
That's cool. So you're looking for something that's more of like a landscape than like a tiger poster or something I, like I would also go with a tiger poster. So sure. my, my yeah. apartment as it stands right now is you walk down the hallway and I've got a – I don't know how – you know how like those books you used to like all the – pages would go and it would be like a, a live action oh yeah you f- like a flip book a flip book yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it's not exactly what i would say is a flip book but it's four uh sequenced oh i got you tiger woods oh. you know posters that are framed yeah. of him after he hits that chip uh at at augusta right uh the famous chip where it it stops right on the on the and then falls, and then falls in. in yeah yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, so i got that sequenced uh up on the wall i've like i said i've got an oak hill lee uh Lebransky, and i've got a um Augusta, and then I also have a, geez, is it TPC Sawgrass? So I'm, I'm just like looking for something that can kind of fit in with that. But yeah, Tiger. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big Phil fan, but I would, you know, I'd put I'd maybe put him up on my wall. I don't know. We, we'll see. But yeah, so the, the, this is the sort of things when you're coming here. Right. You hit the floor. If you're looking for something specific, there's a lot of stuff out there for you. But this is kind of the place where, like last time I was here a couple months ago, I hit the show floor. And I was looking at stuff and, and thinking to myself, like, I mean, I wouldn't think that this would be here, but now my gears are turning. Where could I put this? I'm going to buy this. Where could I put it? Right. There's, a, there's, And the vendors that are here, you know, they have shops back wherever they're from because mm-hmm. there's vendors here that are from Albany. I, I know I was meeting up with some friends of mine that came here from Syracuse. So there's people that are here uh, from all over, and they may even have stuff. Uh, at their shop. At their shop. Yep. So if you're like, oh, this guy's got a really cool poster, but like, uh, anything different from like a different golf course? You'd be like, yeah, actually, you know, here's my eBay shop, or here's my yep. here's my business card, or yep. something like that. So definitely, a lot of great people to kind of meet and greet here today. So, uh, right before I let you go, uh, peruse, and then I'll have you back a couple of times today. Sure. Um, I, this came up on my, my my Twitter feed yesterday, and Bulldog and I were talking about it when I was filling in, and um, it's the the best odds. The best place to drink a beer odds. Oh, I think I saw this. And yeah. um, you know, airport is the 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 winner here at minus one fifty, which I'm not. I don't totally disagree with. Right, and airport beer is nice, but it's the airport beer is the context because if I'm traveling for work, airport beer is really good because I'm not paying for it. Oh, true. You know, you know, sure. That's that's well, you know, <laughs> right? Just kidding, boss. I'm paying for that beer. Don't worry, that's not getting expensive. Heaven build the Allen. But you know, I the in second place is a golf course beer, and I personally, you know, oh, in, yeah. in my in my humble opinion, the golf course beer is about as good of a beer as you're going to get. Yes, and uh, you know, a lot some golf courses will let you bring your own. Uh, some golf courses uh, definitely. Uh, a cheaper beer can be found on the golf course than probably other uh, places, whether it's stadium and arena. Not to disparage anybody, but I just we know the prices. Uh, everyone we listening. know the deal. We everyone knows the deal. So uh, yeah, a, a beer on the golf course certainly it hits different, right? Because you're you're there for a reason. You might be there for business as well on the golf course. Business gets done on the golf course, but certainly uh, yeah, I love that. I hope I hope my my boss is listening. Business can be done yes. on the golf course. That's right, Ryan. Some of the biggest deals get done out there. That's but exactly David, right. But David Downs has two golf tournaments a year. We have. It open to the public. Uh, you can buy in uh, a spots. We have it at Terry Hills, just here in Batavia. Nice. And uh, you know, we we have uh, our guests. You know, some of our players on the mm-hmm. gaming floor. They they buy in. Other people that just want to be there buy in. And uh, we have a little dinner afterwards. And I, I have discussed many business deals uh, during that day with uh, people that are there. So good I times. knew it. I knew it. Now I've got some examples to share with my boss. <laughs> so what, what do you think? What's your what's your uh, your favorite beer to have? I would say you know. Um, it's coming up here pretty soon, and that is the uh, NCAA tournament. Ooh. And uh, for many years, back when sports betting was not legal here in the United States, myself and my friends, uh, we would travel to uh, the great country of Canada. 
where sports betting has been legal for a long time, and we'd go up there to uh, one of the gaming facilities, or you could just go to any little uh, 7-Eleven convenience store, and you make a wager with their pro line, with the OLG. And we would go up there as soon as they would open, and then we would hightail it back, grab some uh, pizza, maybe grab some money, and then we'd go back to my basement where I had in my basement eight TVs. And we had all wow. these chairs. I had stadium seating in the old place, and we would watch all day long. And then wake up the next morning and Head do over. it again. <laughs> we do it all again. But that first drink, that first beer, when you finally got your pizza and you got your bets, you got your tickets laid out in front of you, yep. and you're sitting there, and that first 12 o'clock or that 12:15 game is turning on, you know, live from, uh, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina, or down in Orlando, or wherever it was. That beer, that's that's a good, that's a tasty beer because you know you got to pace yourself, of course, Nate, because it's a long day. It is a long day, but uh, boy, that that hits. You're you're with your friends, and uh, you you know you're in store for a great day of uh, of gambling. So we could call that the basement sports beer. Okay, so I'm on the basement sports beer team. I there are very few things in life better than a basement beer. Right. Just like in the basement, you know, especially uh, my buddy's had the the finished basement at his house. Mm-hmm. Like not not ATVs. That's that's a setup. We're down to four now in the new house, but it's all HD now. So yeah, right. So it diff- was it's, two it's TVs. a different ball game. Yeah, it's yeah. a different ball game. You really can get the <laughs> and now with YouTube TV, I mean, you can have four games on one screen now. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, right. Well, uh, we'll uh, have you back here in the next hour or so. You can uh, give us updates, and we'll you know hang out here. And I've got a couple of. Uh, Good guests on the line today that we've got. I don't know if you're uh, familiar. Scorn, Doran Dickerson. Oh, okay. Former Buffalo Bill. Nice. A former Pitt Panther. I was a uh, All-American at Pitt tight end. Played for the Bills for two seasons. Uh, He is the morning morning show on the fan in Pittsburgh. Uh, And, you know, listen, this year in the AFC, I'm very interested in some of these teams. Pittsburgh is maybe most notably one of the most interesting teams to me in the AFC this year because they found a way to make the playoffs last year with Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett playing quarterback. Right. And now the word is that there is an internal struggle, a strife between ownership and management and the coaching staff yeah. about whether it should be Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph, which I think is the funniest argument of all time because if you're arguing between Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett, both parties have lost, right. in my opinion. Go ahead and use that draft pick where you need it to be. Right. But you know what? It's a Bills fan. Go ahead and keep doing what you're doing, guys. And, you know, it's <laughs> like it, it, Pittsburgh to me reminds me a lot of like the Bills during the drought, which was they were just good enough to get themselves out of position to take a good quarterback sure. and not really in a position to actually contend for a Super Bowl. Right. And that was them, right? I mean, they, they make the playoffs. They backdoored their way into the playoffs. Mason Rudolph. Huh. Thanks to the you defense, know, the defense, the defense right. carried that team. The defense sure. that, and they yeah. they they continue to carry that de- that that team. And you know, T.J. Watson, unbelievable player. But yeah, it's uh, so we're we're going to talk a little bit uh, uh, talk about these Steelers and see what the plan is this offseason for them. And are they really going in the season with Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph? I've got I've got opinions on that. So we'll see if that's the ultimate scenario. And then at uh, at noon, Matt Verderam, he uh, is over at Sports Illustrated, covers the Chiefs. Hmm. Uh, so we're gonna. Figure out, are the Chiefs going to keep Chris Jones, Ryan? I don't know if the Chiefs can keep Chris Jones. Legereus Sneed, who is a premier um, you know, corner right now, That those two corners, McDuffie and Sneed, right. were unbelievable during the Super Bowl. So they've got some decisions to make, um, and they got to find more weapons. I mean, they got to get another receiver. I know everyone's – they want a Super Bowl thought receivers, but – Right. I heard the you, Waddle chatter, you know, about that. Yeah. That's not going to – I don't no. think it's going to happen. But now is a franchise tag a possibility for any of these corners or these defensive guys? Maybe the corner the def- – because I, I'm pretty sure Chris Jones can't be franchise tag. He was franchise tagged last year. Oh, right. Um, rules and there, yeah, and, and I think his franchise tag number would be 
something like thirty million dollars this year if they tag him. Sheesh, that's not yeah, true. yeah. So <laughs> um, he did proclaim at the Super Bowl rally though that I'm coming back. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. And then at uh, at one o'clock, I got Will Parkinson. He covers and has a podcast uh, for the Jets and oh, nice. another team that you know I just don't particularly care for. Uh, I'm not a fan of Rodgers. I used to be a big fan of Rodgers, but he's just turned into a big giant, you know, self-deprecating yes. jerk. And uh, he's got his he's got his own agenda. He's certain. Oh man, that's that is the most political thing. That is that's a great political way to put it. He does have his own agenda. Um, he's old. That right. roster is not particularly good, and Nate Hackett is their offensive coordinator. And, uh, yeah, so there, there's some good stuff to talk about football today. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for, again for being here. We always appreciate WGR helping promote our events, and uh, it's going to be a great couple of days. So hopefully we'll see some people on out here. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan has an hour here at Batavia Downs Raceway and Casino. Again, the show floor uh, opened up a little while ago, $10 for adults and free for kids. And reminder that that $10 uh, is given right back to you in game uh, game floor credits so it's a wash you get to go to the gaming floor maybe you walk out uh, maybe you can walk out positive today who knows if you hit the gaming floor and you uh, you win some money over there on the slot machine so Nick you're here again live from Batavia Downs I mentioned you know we've got the guest lineup today Doran Dickerson uh, of the morning show the fan morning show in Pittsburgh he's going to join us here in about 10-15 uh, minutes and uh, we'll talk some Steelers and then uh, in the 12 o'clock hour uh, we will have Matt Verderam of Sports Illustrated. We'll talk some. Uh, we'll talk some Chiefs uh, because, again, you know, like the Bills and like a lot of these other contenders in the AFC, the Chiefs are going to have some really difficult decisions to make on how they shape their roster moving uh, moving forward. Because you know, with the way that Trent McDuffie has played, I know he's only two years into his uh, his rookie contract, but the way Trent McDuffie has played this year and how he looked in the Super Bowl, that's going to be a guy that's going to get top of market cornerback money in a few seasons and then Legereus Need, I mean he's a top three top four quarterback in the league right now um, and he's young and Chris Jones for everything that he's done for that franchise frankly uh, <clears throat> to me Chris Jones was the I think main reason that the Chiefs were back in the position to win a Super Bowl he frankly probably makes the play of the game against the Bills knocking Josh are running into Josh Allen as he's releasing that ball into the end zone to Khalil Shakir, and he one hops it to Shakir. Um, if, if Josh is able to step up in the pocket or doesn't, you know, take contact there, it's probably a touchdown. And who knows if the Bills can get a stop or, um, you know, fluky things, crazier things have happened. Uh, but it would have forced the Chiefs to go out on the field and score, a, uh, you know, score a touchdown to win rather than kick a field goal to win uh, with the Tyler Bass miss. But you know, as, as I've said to many people and a lot of my friends, I think Tyler Bass did us all a favor. Uh, missing that field goal so we didn't get our hearts ripped out. Uh, you know, a few moments later uh, with a minute 40 on the clock for Patrick Mahomes to ease, ease his way down the field, run the clock down to zero, and have, uh, you know, Butker hit a game-winning field goal. I feel like that would have hurt a little bit more than, than, than missing that field goal. Uh, you know, it, it kind of felt like it was a uh, it was a give-up anyways, kicking that field goal. So, um, yeah, the Chiefs have a lot of decisions to make, and it'll be interesting offseason this year. And obviously the big news coming out yesterday is the salary cap number being set for this upcoming season at over $255 million, a $30 million increase from the 2023 season, which for the Bills is a huge, huge thing because 
it may allow them to be slightly more aggressive this this uh, this offseason in, in improving their roster. But what I think maybe more so it'll do is give the Bills an opportunity to maybe not have to restructure one more guy or uh, you know not have to be as aggressive uh, kicking the can down the road. We saw this week too uh, with the news of the salary cap. You also heard the news about this the New Orleans Saints, which we had Mike Tanier on yesterday, and <laughs> the. Uh, the conversation, which we'll actually play Mike Tanier later on, uh, because I think it was such an interesting conversation um, with uh, with the I think it's too uh, too high football is his is his new podcast and uh, talked about the Saints yesterday and the Saints restructuring Dave, uh, Derek Carr's contract. He now counts for fifty nine million dollars against the cap next off season. So the interesting thing that everyone sort of talks about uh, with the salary cap and how you can maneuver and how the bills can create cap space, but you know you do so with a price on next year's cap or the following year's cap. And the bills have cap space next year, so they've got room to do some maneuvering without ruining next year's salary cap flexibility. The Saints are forty million over the cap next year. They're eighty over the cap this year. And they're not particularly good. They're not a Super Bowl contending team. The Bills are making calculated risks with the salary cap with the idea that they are in a Super Bowl window and capable of winning a Super Bowl. And the New Orleans Saints are doing the same thing except being more aggressive, spending more money, and doing it with more risky players that are older um, for a team that might win eight or nine games and win the NFC South and lose in the first round of the wild card. So, um, you know, there is ways to do what the Bills and Saints have done, and I think the way that the Bills have done it has been calculated. It's been risky, no doubt. Um, you know, obviously the the contract with Von Miller right now is part of the reason the Bills are in the salary cap position that they're in. So, uh, yeah, the Bills will have a lot of you know choices to make this offseason on how they can get cap uh, compliant, and then ultimately give themselves some space to get aggressive to go add some places. And you know, we've heard Brandon Bean talk about this isn't going to be a, a Von Miller signing. There is no Von Miller signing this offseason, but um, you know, there could be more Connor McGovern signings. Which, frankly, Connor McGovern, and we talked about this with Bulldog yesterday. Connor McGovern might go down as one of the more underrated pickups outside of Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd and Connor McGovern last year were hugely impactful for this Bills team on each on each the offensive and defensive line. I, I said this to Bulldog yesterday. Like Connor McGovern, I don't really remember hearing his name in a broadcast all season. He wasn't getting called for penalties. He wasn't giving up sacks. He wasn't losing one-on-one battles. And if you're an offensive lineman and I don't get to hear your name throughout the season on a broadcast or you're not memorable to me, you are doing your job. So the Bills, uh, that was their first free agent acquisition last year, kind of the second or third day, that second wave of free agents. But McGovern was definitely sort of, I I guess I would say, one of the premier second wave free agents last year and came in and solidified the offensive line. And obviously Osiris Torrance in the second round um, really put together what I think was the best offensive line, the best performing offensive line, both from a run game and and a pass block perspective that Josh Allen has had in his career. And I, I think it opened up the run game for the Bills. The Bills were the most competent running team that they've had, traditional running game that they've had while Josh Allen has been quarterback here as well. So I don't think there's a coincidence that, you know, Josh Allen gave up the least amount of sacks in the league outside of him. He just doesn't take sacks. But, you know, he wasn't in a lot of pressure all year because I think the Bills' offensive line, the moves they made, um, they weren't, you know, super consequential. It's, they didn't give Connor McGovern top-of-the-market guard money. They didn't spend a first-round pick on Osiris Torrance. They spent mid-level assets and got huge returns on both of those players. And obviously, everyone knows about the Leonard Floyd pickup last year in June towards the end of the year. was a really big pickup for the Bills, led the team in sacks, and really solidified the other side. And, and I think 
did a great job filling the hole that Von Miller's injury for the first half of the season and, frankly, his lack of production in the second half of the season uh, left in this roster on the defensive line. So uh, that's a guy, too, in Leonard Floyd. I'd really like to see the Bills uh, bring back. And, and I know a lot of people talked about, well, he might you know, maybe may in line for a bigger payday this year. Um, he's coming off of, a, I think, ten-and-a-half sack season. He had nine-and-a-half the year before, nine, nine-and-a-half the last couple of seasons and got the contract he got last year in June. So there were cer- there were cer- certainly be bidders for Leonard Floyd's services, uh, but hopefully the Bills can find a way to bring him and keep him in town. Same with A.J. Epinesa, I think another guy um, I'd really like to see the Bills keep considering uh, the step he's taken over the last couple of seasons uh, since being drafted in the second round four years ago. It's time for a timeout. We are going to take uh, a quick break here. I'm Nate Geary, live from Batavia Downs at the Legends and Stars show here. Uh, and uh, right on the uh, the gaming, right next to the gaming floor, when you walk in, you turn to the left, and you can see... Um, that today the show is 10 to 4 today 10 to 3 Sunday again kids 12 and under are free admission is $10 and you get 10 back in free play and hundreds of dealer tables here uh, all afternoon today again until 4 o'clock I'll be here until 2 p.m. so you can come on say hi and uh, we'll uh, we'll chat it up talk some golf whatever you want to do I'm here all afternoon so Nia Geary here live from Batavia Downs Doran Dickerson of the fan morning show in Pittsburgh joins us next here on Sports Talk Saturday live from Batavia Downs here on W We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 